the time is the positive vibes hello hello everyone and welcome to the positive vibes only live podcast i am your host nikia nick nikki b kia all those names want to welcome you to another episode in today's episode we will be discussing family and children um i was going to do them separate but decided to put them together because they work together um so i want to give you a little bit about the brand um i started positive vibes on may 25th of this year uh for two years i have been pushing positive vibes out there just basically um doing memes and um just making sure that i prelate um a lot of things with positive vibes and i try to stay positive and a friend of mine said hey nick you should really you know start a business on positive vibes and I put it off for two years and then I decided well why not and I got up the morning of March 25th and decided that I'm just going to start my business and that's what I did and here I am um we do have uh two websites one is on Teesprings and one is on Redbubble um for positive vibe merchandise um if you want to you know purchase those and support um we are on facebook we are on instagram we are on twitter we are on linkedin um we also have a donate page um for paypal and uh yeah i think it's only paypal and i'm trying to work on um setting up the cash app for it so if you want to donate those are ways that you can donate all of those links are in the uh description and i'm going to be featuring um a black business um another black business for this week and we'll talk about that so on to the topic family we cannot choose our family i know we would like to we would love to just okay i want you and i like you and i want you and i'm gonna put you here we cannot choose our family like we're cooking a meal but we have to deal with the family that we were blessed with some say a blessing some say a curse but um every person in your family has their reason and their purpose for being here whether they get on your nerves or not and it's very hard dealing with family members um who show the traits that my son and i spoke about in our last um podcast although we were supposed to talk about family we just started talking about work and people we've come in contact with but some of those people can be family members i mean unfortunately and like we stated you can either choose to deal with them or just choose to walk away that doesn't mean that your love for them you know stops as your family member you just have to make a choice that i'm not dealing with this i can't have this in my space i'm trying to keep my space positive i'm trying to keep my space you know uplifted and i don't need you and your shenanigans bringing me down so it's okay to you know put your family to the side some of our family members like we mentioned in the last podcast some of our family members are just people who want attention uh some of our family members are people who are just got a bad attitude all the time always seeing the negative um some of our family members are thieves talk about it uh some of our family members are alcoholics drug addicts you know somebody in your family that is suffering from some type of addiction some type of ailment some type of thing that is causing to causing them to not be able to put themselves in a positive space 
how do you deal with these people? One, I pray for them, definitely pray. And I pray for me to help me not say or do something offensive um, when I'm speaking to them. For certain family members, sometimes they just need guidance. Sometimes they just need, you know, someone to talk to, to give them guidance, to give them what they need. Um, not tangible things, but um, a, a positive word, some words of encouragement, you know, and some people need, you know, that finger wag, I'm like, stop doing that. You know, some people need that. And it's hard to pull somebody out of what they're in when they want to stay there. And you can tell the people that want to stay there because no matter what you say or do, they don't want your help. So how to stay positive when dealing with those uh, family members is a deep-rooted question because it is how. Some days you catch them on a good day and you can pull them out of that. You can help them get out of it and even help them to stay there for a week or so. But once they're away from you and out of your presence, they fall right back right back into it. The same thing that happened with people that go to rehab, you know, while in rehab, I was watching um, Unsung, Phyllis Hyman, it broke my heart. She was in rehab. She was doing great, getting herself together. And uh, I think her manager said the next day out of rehab, she was back to drinking. Some people, it, it, they don't want to be out of it. They want to stay there. And that's unfortunate. Um, for those family members and all we can do is just pray and continue to push forth you know those those positivities then you have those family members that are kind of teetering the fence they're on one side one side they're just teetering your job as being a positive person is to help them to teeter more to the positive side than the negative that's by words of encouragement that's by love calling a check on them see how they're doing you know um some family members, it's uh, they may not want to hear it from you. And that happens more often than people want to say. And you may feel some type of way where, you know, you just had this conversation with that person. You told this person everything, gave them the, the information that, it, that they needed to get out of that. And they won't listen to nothing that you're saying. And then here comes your cousin or your brother or your auntie and they come and say the same thing that you said, but they'll take the advice from them and not for you. Don't feel no way about it because the bottom line is you gave them the information. They chose not to use the information that you gave, but they took it from somebody else. So the information was still used. Some of us get caught up in getting the credit. Oh, I, I said that. Yeah, I've been saying that. I've been. It's not about that. Sometimes people need to hear the same information from different individuals in order for it to click. If they're only hearing it from one person, then it's going to look like you're either um, complaining or you're picking. Same thing on your job. You could be the only sounding sounding brass on the job and telling these people like, "Look, this is what I see. This is what I see." But if you're the only one saying it. And they don't have nothing else to go by, no, no, no confirmation or anything to go by it. They're going to think that you're just complaining or you just want to have something to say. Same thing with family. I can tell you till I'm blue in the face, but it may not resonate with you until you hear it from another person. When you have um, family members that are addicted to drugs or addicted to alcohol, it's very hard to pull them out of it because their love and what they want and what they seek 
is that fulfillment that alcohol gives them, that fulfillment that um, the drug gives them, we it, it's really hard to, to get that person out of it. But that person have to first make that choice that I don't want to do this anymore. And until that person makes that choice within themselves that they don't want to do it anymore, all you can do is just keep encouraging them and letting them know. But the worst thing you can do for somebody that is dealing with any of these type of ailments is to browbeat them, talk bad to them, talk down to them, because all you're doing is solidifying for them their reason to continue to do these things. They don't care that it's harming them. They don't see that it's harming them. Or they may know that it's harming them and really don't care because they feel, well, you're going to cuss me out either way, so I might as well do this. Is it sort of like when uh, people are in bad relationships? Damned if you do, damned if you don't. So if I cook this right, I cook this meal right, and the only thing missing from the meal was the pepper, and then I remember, oh, the next time I cook this meal to put the pepper in it, then you say, oh, you put too much pepper in it. First you said you didn't like the pepper. Now you're saying it's too much. Okay, damned if I do, damned if I don't. But it could come off a little better if you say, hey, you know, this could use a little more pepper. I think you were a little heavy on the pepper this time. Try to lighten it up. That can be taken differently than somebody digging at you and browbeating you saying you always putting too much pepper in the food nobody nobody wants to hear that i don't want to hear that i don't even want to hear it said to somebody else so nobody that's never going to get anybody to change or anybody to um think about changing their situation that they're in when you're constantly badgering and bothering them <clears throat> it's already hard for what they're already dealing with and their reasoning behind taking the drug or drinking the alcohol or doing this, um, doing any type of uh, behavior that's detrimental to themselves because it makes them feel good. I mean, I have a cousin that said he likes to take out, he likes the way alcohol make him feel. I like drinking. I like the way it tastes. How am I knock you on that? All I can say is, okay, I get it. You, you like the way it tastes. You like the way it makes you feel, but ease up on it a little bit. You know, you might want to ease up on it because when you drink too much X, Y, and Z, that would be a better way to get it across to somebody than you yelling at them or browbeating them. And I know it's frustrating. I know, trust me when I tell you, it is very frustrating to talk to somebody when they know what you're going to say. They know what you're going to talk about or with them. And quickly, they throw up the defense. They don't want to hear nothing you have to say. Know that that's going to come because it won't be the first time that they've heard it. But understand that they know that it's going to come. Don't get mad because they know that it's going to come. Because they're going to try everything in their power to push you away and stop you from talking. What I've learned to do, because in my conversations with certain people um, like that, once they start yelling, I start talking softer. And it is annoying to them. It is frustrating to them. But I'm not going to outshout you. You are very emotional at this moment. You don't like what I'm saying to you. I get that. So right now, you're yelling, okay, I understand. Mm -hmm. But all I'm trying to tell you is this. Once you start matching attitude for attitude and yelling for yelling, you've, you've thrown out the whole purpose of you talking to this person and what the reason why you're talking because now you're going to be shouting, you won't let me talk. Well, you won't let me talk. It's, it's too much. At, at some point, you just need to shut it down and say, you know what? 
I, I hear you. I feel you. We'll talk about this later when you're ready to talk as a civil individual. Nothing wrong with that at all. Sometimes when you're dealing with family members, um, the hardest family members for me to deal with are the ones that have the what was me attitude. Never happy. Um, always has a bad outlook. Can't find any happy place, any anything happy in anything. They are consistently and constantly bringing up bad stuff in their life. And when you try to remind them of good times or you try to remind them of, you know, good situations or give them some encouraging word, they still find something negative in it. Um, or like we said in the last um, last podcast, mm, enjoy while, you, while it lasts, those type of people, those are the hardest ones for me to deal with and try to be positive because in the back of my mind is like can i choke it in i just want to choke it into you in order for you to understand i want to but i don't <laughs> but it's really hard to deal for me I, I i don't know if it's easy for other people to deal with those type of people but it's really hard for me to talk to someone because i feel like i'm nothing i'm saying is getting across and it's a waste of words or the person just wants to hear it and keep on countering what you say just to hear more. Some people do that. If you're talking to somebody it's like, oh, I'm so ugly. I'm, no, you're beautiful. No, I don't think so. No, you're very beautiful. You're this, you're that. Just so they can get those accolades from you. Then you realize, okay, you're only saying that because you want me to praise you and lift up your spirits when you can't do it yourself. I'm gonna need for you to um, take some time to look at yourself in the mirror and start some positive affirmations. I am beautiful. I am smart. I am ambitious. Today is going to be a great day. Those people I can give that to, but those ones that um, just can't find any good, any positive, any sunshine, any rainbow after the rain, those are the hardest people for me to deal with. But I still push forward and I still try to give them um, my spin on a positive vibe. So that's what I have about family. Let's talk about these churn. Yes, I said churn. Churn, kids, bambinos. I love kids and kids love me. I can walk down the street and a kid will see me and just run up to me and want to talk to me and have a conversation. And I listen and I talk, really? Okay. And how did that go? Oh, that's great. Wow, that's wonderful. Sometimes... Got little bad children who ain't had no good rearing. Them the ones that you want to you want to beat for their parents. Yes, spank them, whatever you want to say. Discipline, however you want to say it, for they, their parents because they are bad. And I'm not saying that they are. Well, no, I am saying that they're bad. But I think that it comes from um, their upbringing. It comes from the environment that they're in the people that they are around, the people that they are exposed to. Um, any child can be taught to be a good person and a good citizen. But it takes um, reiteration from parents, brothers, sisters, family members to help them to become good citizens and good, good people. You can tell if you really pay attention to your children, you can tell who is the most annoying, 
who's the tattletale, who's always getting into stuff, who's the clumsiest, uh, who likes to scream at the top of their lungs every five seconds for nothing, um, who likes to tear up the house and don't want to clean up and say, not me, the very first one. I can, all of these traits are in my children. That's why I say it. Um, who's the smart one? Who's the one that just don't care for learning at all? Who wants to play video games their whole life? You can tell if you're really observant on your children. So I have four children. I have one adult child and then I have three younger ones. And I see the differences, the differences in their personalities, but I also see the similarities in their personalities. Um, my oldest is a sweetheart. He's a sweetheart. He loves life. Uh, great personality, great individual. He's humble. He's helpful. He's he's just he's just overall kind. And he is more like me than the other three. Um, he looks to help people like I do. I help people as much as I can. Um, he's, he's just an all-around great guy. And I, I thank God for him. I thank God for blessing me with him and being his mom and being able to raise him um, with the help of family members um, to raise him to be the man that he is today. He's very responsible. Um, he knows um how when he needs to call for advice and when not to he knows when he needs to take things on for himself as an adult yes he does call me but not all the time because he'll figure it out and once he figures it out what he does do is he'll say hey ma i had this situation but i did x y and z and i figured it out and i'm a good job see that's what it's all about you you learn it my second oldest is wyatt he is the boy genius of the family he likes to test you he knows that you know something, but he'll question you on it just to see how much you know. So I would tell him, I don't know. And mommy, how you don't know that? Boy, get, get out of my face. He's the most annoying. He does things to annoy his younger brother and sister. He is the one who picks on them the most. Because they all pick on each other, but he picks on them the most. But... On the flip side of that, he is very caring. He is a very loving child. If I'm sitting down reading a book or if I'm on uh, my computer or whatever, he'll just walk up to me, give me a hug and kiss, say, I love you, mommy. Or I remember one day I had a bad day at work. Ugh, I just was like so mad at the world. And I told him, just give me some time. Let me just get this off of me and let me sit down. And he came by me and he was, he gave me a hug and kissed me on my cheek and held me. And he said, mommy, it's going to be okay. Such a loving kid, but he is annoying. My third child is Paige. That is my daughter. She is the only girl. She cries for everything. She whines a lot. She is the most clumsy. She is the one that don't really care too much for schooling, but she still does her work. I'm still trying to push her up to that A, B on the road with her brother, but I, I see where her resistance is. But on the flip side of that, again, a very loving child. She, uh, she'll she see if my cup is um, going down, she'll go get me my ice from my cup and open my ginger ale for me and sit it there. Mommy, do you need anything? 
Um, can I heat something up for you? Are you hungry? Um, and just like Wyatt, she come up to me and give me a kiss and hug just out of nowhere and say, I love you. Then we have the baby, Liam, who still wants to be the baby. No, he has to grow out of that. He is four years old, but he still wants to be the baby. Everybody picks on him. He's the one that messes up and don't want to clean up. He's the one that blames everybody else for everything that he's doing, but smart as a whip. I think he'd been here before. You know, when people say your kid been here before. He's been here before. I love them each individually, and I also love them collectively. I don't have a favorite. And if you ask me to choose a favorite, I really couldn't because I love all of their personalities. They have their moments when they are being um, disobedient. They have their moments when they are borderline on the disrespect side. So how do I handle my children when they're not as understanding as adults when it comes to their feelings, um, what they're dealing with, and how they handle it? Uh, the first thing I do, if they're all up in the uproar and they're screaming and crying, first thing I say is lower your energy because they're so upset behind what just happened that they got to yell and get it out. And I'm not listening to anybody that's yelling at me. And I tell them that all of that all the time. The first thing I say is lower your energy, bring your energy down. And I need you to talk softly and let's discuss what happened. That usually brings them down. Or sometimes I may have to yell them to lower their energy because they're not hearing the softer mommy. So I have to get a little louder. So the first thing I say is lower your energy. Once the energy is lowered, I said, okay, now, Take a deep breath. Tell me what happened. And they'll still probably be like a little up. And then I just do this to bring them back down. Because as they're telling me, they're getting more excited about what's going on. Then I say, okay. So how could this have been a different situation? What do you want me to do? Most of the time, they want me to just beat the other kid. But they don't want to find a solution in it at all. So I'm teaching them to find a solution in what their issues are so how do you want me to help you what do you want me to do how could this have been different how could you have reacted differently you know i, I give them questions to answer themselves i most of the time don't even want an answer from them i'm just giving them questions so they can think about it so the next time they come to me with this issue they've already tried to figure it out and it has worked where they tried to figure it out. I was like, mommy, I did what you said. And she's still not listening or he's still not listening. They're not doing this. And that's when mommy has to step in, be the authoritative person, say, listen, do this now. No more talking. It is very difficult to deal with a disrespectful child. You want to pluck them in the lip. You pluck, watch your mouth. I get it. Kids will push you to that point. But one thing I learned from my grandmother is she said that kids are people too. They are. They're just little tiny humans that deal with the same emotions and difficulties that we deal with as adults, but they only have a child's understanding of it. So it's up to us as the adult to speak to them, to get them to understand. I, I understand how you feel. Yes, you feel this way because... And when you say that to them and they realize that you do understand, it really brings them down to a listening level to where they will accept what you have to say to them. But if you are constantly yelling and constantly raising your voice at your kids, they're going to tune you out. 
I, all they hear is that mom or that adult on the Charlie Brown, uh, the Charlie Brown content, womp, 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 womp. Because once your voice goes above an octave, they stop listening, they shut down. Which is why I always tell them, lower your energy, bring it down, speak to me clearly so I can help you. I need all the information so I can make a decision. So I love my children, I love my family. And for some of us, it is hard to deal with them and it's hard to stay positive when you're dealing with them. I mean, it's just what it is. So what do I do? Glad you asked. Again, I try to talk to the person. I try to offer them some sense of solace, some sense of comfort, um, try to give them um, advice. I will even direct them to websites or direct them to a book that I've read, um, direct them to another person that has helped me. Um, I may refer a movie, I may refer some music. And sometimes when you're dealing with adults, after you've dealt with them and their negativity, it's almost like they draw out some of your positivity. So you have to go back to your happy place to fill yourself back up. And there's nothing wrong with that. What's wrong with it is when you allow them to fully drain you out and you don't even have enough energy to do the things that you like. So you have to have a cutoff at some point to where you don't allow that person to keep drawing from you and pulling all the positivity from you. When it comes to children, I, I use music all the time with them or cartoons or a movie. Um, when we were, um, when I had to explain the, to them about um, the coronavirus, you know what I put on for them? Osmosis Jones. I put on Osmosis Jones. I let them sit there and watch it. Yeah, it's a little... A little heavy, but some of those jokes went over their head. But I let them sit and watch Osmosis Jones because it shows you how infections come into your body and how they can um, how they can harm you. And that medicine, you need medicine and different things in your body to help you fight off this type of disease or whatever. But it opened the door for me to give them a better understanding of what the coronavirus is. I use music. I use movies. I use books. I will use anything to my advantage, to help my children understand what is going on in the world and to stay a positive mommy when they are getting on my nerves, which they do. I'm, never, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say my kids don't get on my nerves. They do. And some some ways more than one. I'll come upstairs and lock myself in the room. Give me five minutes because right now I'm not in a space where I need to talk to you right now. Just give mommy five minutes. I'm going to time it. Give me five minutes. Let me get, get out of this space and then I'll come and talk to you because sometimes you just need to walk away because you don't want to mess around and because you're already agitated and your kid does this one thing to piss you off and then you pop them and you can really hurt them because you're so mad. You don't want to have that reflex to your child and then they're going to look at you different. You know, it's like, oh my God, you, you, really, you really hit me. That really hurt. Like they're not going to understand that because you just hold off and slap them because they weren't understanding why you were upset. So they know when I tell them, give mommy five minutes. <clears throat> when I say it, whoever I say it to, they'll go to the other one and say, mommy said, give her five minutes. No, you can't go in there and I'll hear them. You can't go in there, leave mommy alone, give her her five minutes. So my children gives me the five minutes so I can collect myself and get myself together because things do affect me negatively, but I try to stay um, I try to stay positive as much as I can. 
So they give me my time. Once my time is up, I go downstairs. I tell them, thank you. Yes, I do thank my children. I tell them, thank you. Thank you for giving mommy her time. Thank you for giving me in my space. I give them each a kiss and hug. And I say, one by one, I want y'all to come and tell me what you want to tell me. And I'll pick one. Of course, they're going to argue who I pick first. So what I started doing is um, I started having them pick a number from one to five. And whoever picks the number, that's who goes first. But that kind of alleviates. No, I want to talk first. I want to talk first. We talk. We get it out. They leave me alone. And then I'm back to my vices. But I think... I hope and pray that the information that I shared with you today has helped you to stay in a positive mindset um, when dealing with your family and dealing with your children. Um, so my challenge for you today is to go to that family member that is the most difficult, the one that gives you the most right, but y'all still cool. And Try your best, no matter what that person says, even though it gets you all up in here. No matter what that person says, try to consistently give them something positive. And the reason why I say go to the most difficult, because once you have learned to deal with the most difficult, everything else is cake. Nothing that they say or do is going to bother you because I've already dealt with my most difficult foe. I knew that this was going to be a challenge with me to try and get you on ball. I did my best with you, but I still was able to give you something to hold on to. Then you go to the others and that should help you out. Um, your second challenge is with children. If you have children, if you take care of children, if you watch children and they getting on your nerves, try the five minute rule. Listen, I'm, I'm really not in, in a good mood right now, guys. I really need you. To, to just give me five minutes, because five minutes is enough for their attention span. Um, I think up until age 10, five minutes is enough for their, their attention span, because once that once that's on, they can do a little longer than five minutes. But say, give me five minutes, and they will check. They will look at the time. They will put their own timer on if they have a tablet or phone or whatever, and they'll check back in five minutes. But just ask them, listen, I'm in a space right now. Give me five minutes to collect myself. So if you do these things, it will help you to be in a more positive space. And I hope that helps. And another thing I would like to know, uh, for those of you who have been watching the videos, I wanna know if you've tried some of the advice that I've given or some of the challenges that I've given and um, if it's worked, you can inbox me, you can comment on the videos because I do check all of the comments on the videos. Um, but let me know if some of the advice that I've given has, has worked, I would like to know that you know, the positive energy that I'm pushing forth to you is actually working for you. So your challenge, find that difficult family member and try to instill some positivity into them without getting upset. And that's the key, without getting upset. Because if you allow that person to get you upset, then you've defeated the purpose. So try to meet up with that person and talk to them and um, try to give them as much positive energy as you, as you can. And then for the children, try the five minute rule. They're getting on your nerves. They're all jumping around and everybody's trying to talk to you at once. And this one wants peanut butter and jelly, but this one wants tuna and this one wants a hamburger. Listen, we're not doing 50, 11 meals, but give me five minutes and I'll come up with something that we all can eat together. You know, it works. It works for me and I pray that it works for you. All right. So for this week, our black business, our featured black business, small business is Faithful Sense.
It's another young lady I met at the um, backyard event, and she does handmade candles. She has little tea candles. She has the jar candles, um, the different scents that she has, and I'm reading off her card. Um, excuse me. She has cinnamon stick, um, Egyptian amber, hot apple pie. I'm sure that's going to smell great. great. Um, Jamaican me crazy. Um, lemon pound cake, which I, I think I'm going I'm to try that. I love lemon pound cake, and I would love to smell that in a scent. Um, pineapple sage, strawberry shortcake. Oh, that sounds good. And um, white sage and lavender. So that's just a few of the scents that she has for her um, her business. She is on Facebook. She is on Instagram. Um, I put her... Um, links in the description i put her email in the description and her phone number check out her website um i think it is just adorable her her brand is sunflowers and it's just so bright and bubbly and i can't wait to get my orders um i said i was going to put an order in and i actually totally forgot to put my orders in so i'm going to definitely put my orders in um to her to get some candles and i can give you a take um on the next um live of what this what they smell like i i love smell so i'm definitely going to do that um but her information is in the description um thank you all all i think everybody who has chimed in everybody who has watched the videos who have shared the videos uh, who have commented on the videos um i, I think it's wonderful because i didn't think that this would go um any further than it actually has and i, I really appreciate it oh and i do have some shout outs um, one of my family members who consistently tells me, where's my shout out? So I'm going to shout her out today. And her name, her name is Nicole Hill Brumfield. That is my sister-in-law. She told me I wanted my shout out. Give me my shout out. So that's her shout out. I want to shout out my brother, Shakar, um, who did the, um, the promo, who did the uh, music for me. He wrote and produced it. So our theme song, he wrote and produced that. Um, that is her husband, my brother, her husband. So I still call her my sister. Um, I want to shout out my two best friends, Leslie, who pushed me to, um, to do this. And she just, just, uh, designed the, um, logo. The, where is that? Back there. This one right there. She designed the logo, <laughs> the PVO and the, the butterfly on it. Um, she designed that, uh, my best friend, Aaliyah Jackson, because she is, that's my ride or die. My man, 50 grand. She is always pushing me to do better. And even when I'm in a negative space, she's like, ain't you supposed to be positive, Bob? So she keeps me up. She lifts me up. Um, shout out to my sister, Tamika. She is always there when I need her. If I need to put something together um, for a promotion. Um, yesterday, we went out to get some... Um, some tins and some candies and stuff and then i order some things off of amazon so i'm gonna have like little promotional items to have with me when i go she's helping me with that my older brother jamel who always supports me always loves me um uh so many so many people and i'm trying to think of who else if i forgot to shout you out let me know text me and i'll shout you out in the next video but i wanted to give those shout outs to everybody who is supporting family friends and then people outside the, uh, the people who are not family and friends who have been going on the website and purchasing um pvo products i love you i thank you for it my family thanks you for it um it's just another dime in the bank to help me um further the business and to do more events and to get more promotional items to get it out there 
And if you want, the links are in the description. Um, check out Teespring and Redbubble. They have wonderful items there. Oh, my cousin Crystal, she uh, she brought the clock. I was like, dang, she got the clock before me. Um, but she got the PVO clock. And I appreciate her for that. She had sent me a, um, a message on Facebook to say, um, she was like, look what I got. Um, oh, my cousin Aaron. Okay, I'm going to stop because I'm, I'm going to sit here and start thinking about everybody who has supported me. But I thank you all. Again, if I missed your name, I apologize. But text me, message me, send it to me, and I'll make sure I give you your shout out in um, the next video. So, again, Faithful Sense, and I have a card here. Like I said, it's, let's see, can you see it? The Sunflowers, and that's her information and a different sense. And all of her information is in the bio. I mean, in the description, say in the bio, in the description. So check her out. Make sure y'all patronize, support, support, support. Please like, please comment, please share, share, share. Share this with anybody who you believe will um, benefit from this information. Control the narrative. Keep it positive. Positive vibes only. It's your host, Nakia, signing out. God bless.